Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today I've been considering thought control. And I was thinking, um, it's had a really good press, hasn't it? (laughs) I think like thought control or the idea that we can control our thinking and all the different ways to do it um, has had great PR. Um, It's extremely popular as a concept. There are endless uh, ways in which we, you know, we can apparently control our thinking. Now, I thought I thought I would just Google um, way, ways to control thinking um, today, and <laughs> the result was massive. It's the biggest one yet. Um, I've searched things like how to be more confident, how to be more resilient, things like that, and there's been like in the hundreds of millions of results. But this one, how to control your thinking, 9,840,000,000 results which is just crazy when you think about it. That means, you know, if if you have have bought into the PR story from the thought control (laughs) marketing department (laughs) and you and you really have decided you 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 can control your thinking, there were that there was just list after list, blog after blog, video after video of, of ways in which you could do that. And uh, I tried a lot of them. I didn't try 9,840,000,000, but I tried quite a few. Um, and this this was my experience of that. Now, um, it might not be your experience, but this is, this is what I hear quite a lot from. I, it's my experience and what I hear from other people that I speak to and clients and things, that, um, that we choose a tool or technique to control our thinking kind of with the premise that that's going to give us a better experience of life somehow we have less negative thinking we'll just feel better which i think is probably true actually um but anyway so we take up one of these tools or techniques and we um we try it and and what i noticed was that you know it seemed to have some impact for a while but then one of two things happened. Either it just stopped working and, and I started to notice those negative thoughts again. But of course, that's being created by the belief system that I have negative thoughts, of course, or that some thoughts are negative and some are positive, which, of course, is all made up. So I would know I would notice the negative thoughts and I would go, oh, you know, that's not worked. I'm not clearly not good at that I need to try something else and then I would try something else different book different tool different technique different strategy different therapist maybe um but always the thoughts that I didn't think I wanted to have would keep popping into my awareness 
And then I thought the thing had failed. I thought I'd failed, really. I didn't actually think it was the tool technique that had failed. I thought it was me. <laughs> I thought I was an epic failure at thought control. But it turns out we all are, in actual fact. Um, here's how it really seems to me to work, is that, you know, as, I, as I've said before, that there's a programme. We've been programmed. Sorry, folks. <laughs> You think you've got free will and, and you're in control of it all. But you, from the moment of conception, probably, as the genes, you know, your genes have become you. And then your experience is what you learn from accidentally. You know, that conditioning is happening without any um, control from you. You're not doing that. And, and then thoughts are what appears as a result of that. That's just your programme running. Your programme's running and stuff is just coming out, that appearing inside your head. So the first thing is that there is, there is just a random nature to that, isn't there? I mean, have you noticed how? Have you ever just sat and, and, and quietly listened to your thinking <laughs> or, you know, observed it? A kind of from a space of not really having much on it. What a random load of poppycock. <laughs> There's a word from the 1800s, I believe. What a random lot of stuff just passes through your head. Have you noticed? It's just it's just strange, isn't it? How random it is, how how that happens. So first of all, that trying to control that. Oh, I mean, that's just exhausting. Because the other thing that used to happen to me, if I tried a tool and it seemed to work a bit, then I would get into this place where I thought I had to keep doing it to be okay. My gratitude journal is probably the best example of that, or meditation. I did every day for years and years and years. That that you know, if I don't if I don't keep doing that little thing, I, I'm going to go back. So. If we get the idea we're controlling our thinking through something that we're doing, then we're going to feel the need to keep doing it. Um, so, but, he, but you can't control it. It's just random. That's the first thing to know is random. And the second thing to know is that thoughts themselves have no value. They're just a, a collection of words. That's all until we give them some meaning. So if you have a thought that goes through your head and your rule book, your program says that's a negative thought, um, or it's not a nice thought, or you shouldn't be thinking like that, then, then from that place of judgment, there is just all this energy given to the thought. Oh, it's not okay. So the thought starts off like this big. <laughs> it's tiny. It's just a little, you know, just a little few words. But of course, then you go, well, that's not okay. It's not, it's not, it's not nice to think like that. Judge it as being wrong. You give it more energy. And of course, then you think, oh, I, I need to change it. I need to swap it for a different kind of thought. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll think of something different or I'll make something different. And where this is really interesting is when we have a negative thought about the future. And so then we do some visioning or something to have better thoughts about the future. Uh, they're all lies <laughs> because they're thoughts about the future. So they're utterly, utterly um poppycock again that's my word for today is poppycock you know the other place you might think oh, i want to think better about other people well if you're thinking something that's in somebody else's head that's made up and if you're thinking a bad thought about some what's in somebody else's head 
and you try to swap it for a better one, you're still making it all up. You can't be seeing the world other than through your program. And and oh, that sounds like it's going, oh God, you know, I'm programmed and I can't but I can't do anything about that. But actually that's a flipping relief because it takes a lot off your mind. So thoughts are random, thoughts you try to change when you're pulling them back into your awareness, you're poking them, they're prodding them, and then they just become massive. And guess what? Then you have more of the same. You tend to have more of the same kinds of thoughts. The other thing is whenever we're focusing on something that we don't want in our lives, we we tend to see more of that thing. So if you're working on not having negative thoughts and having more positive thoughts, I pretty much guarantee you're going to see more negative thoughts because your system has to narrow down in some way. And if you believe you're a negative thinking person, then you're going to experience more of that. So what's the well, what's the alternative to trying to change your thinking? Is is to understand it better, really, which is, you know, some of the things I've shared in this in this today is pointing towards when we understand the nature of thought, when we understand it, it's the most powerful creative force in the universe, when we can start to go, oh, there's there's a not very nice thought, but I don't actually have to take that seriously. And and, and what tends to happen is they just pass faster. They don't accumulate all that energy, which we then would feel in our bodies. And, and, and a new thought comes along. And there's always new thought available to all of us all the time. That's the magic of this. There's always new thought available. And that new thought comes from space and there's less space if we're trying to change our thinking. So I know that thought control <laughs> has had good PR, but I'm about, you know, I want to take it down. <laughs> I just don't see the benefits of it anymore, really, trying to control your thinking. Having a slightly different relationship with your thinking, that feels more worth exploring. Um, and that's always the invitation here is to explore and get curious. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.